0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about the economy. That is the big news today as it's been all week. The Dow fell another 900 points today after falling 1,100 points on Monday. That's nearly a 9% drop in the markets in just three trading sessions. The new report presented at a global conference of central bankers last week in New York has multiple authors, including some of the most noted economists from J. P. Morgan Chase from Citigroup, and several contributors from the University of Chicago, Brandis University, and N y u It's a pretty illustrious set of authors. The report advocates that central banks act early and aggressively when confronting a downturn. The crisis era stimulus tools that came from the Great Recession follow monetary policy. That is to say, the Fed or any central bank tries to create stimulus in the economy by making money less expensive to borrow. We're talking printing money, negative interest rates, and forward guidance telling the markets that money is going to remain cheap for a while. The idea is that if money is cheap, borrowers will use it to expand production, to hire people, and to make investments in growth of the business. And on the consumer side, Low interest rates make it attractive for consumers to buy now using credit instead of saving up money to buy things when they can truly afford them. Today, we're facing a crisis caused by the coronavirus outbreak. If the impact is prolonged and travel becomes severely curtailed, we could see airline bankruptcies, hotel bankruptcies, and tour operators going out of business. We're already seeing supply chain disruptions where the impact is not even fully understood. How this will ultimately impact businesses remains to be seen. We're already seeing companies unable to ship products because of component shortages. But monetary stimulus is a little bit like government saying they're going to solve headaches by lowering the price of Tylenol. The problem is that headaches were not caused by a deficiency of Tylenol in the bloodstream. They're trying to treat a symptom and not the root cause. The fact is there's no causal relationship between their proposed solution and the problem. Making money cheaper to borrow won't help. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said recently the Fed will fight the next recession aggressively with quantitative easing. That's code for printing money. What will be needed in this instance is fiscal stimulus, but not just any form of fiscal stimulus. Typically, when governments try to stimulate the economy, they get busy building roads and bridges. That, too, would be completely useless as a remedy to today's economic slowdown. Now is where governments need to step in and say to businesses affected by the coronavirus outbreak, here's how government's going to help you directly. And so far, none of the affected countries are making any meaningful statements about how they intend to protect their citizens and their businesses from economic harm caused by this outbreak. Let's be clear. None of the world's governments have extra money to throw around. They're going to have to print it. The central banks will happily print the money and then purchase back the government bonds that were issued for all that printed money. Central banks don't have the means to distribute cash to where it's needed in the economy, at least not directly. To those who are looking to the Fed or the European Central Bank to solve the economic malaise created by the coronavirus, they're looking in the wrong place. The central banks simply don't have the tools. It will require government policy to save businesses that might be impacted by mandatory quarantine orders. If factories are closed and supply chains are disrupted, Lower interest rates does nothing to help the problem. Many businesses are facing a complete shutdown when hit with a quarantine order, and monetary stimulus will do nothing. It's going to require fiscal stimulus in the form of low interest rate loans or outright grants to the affected businesses. In China, 30% of the small and medium businesses have enough cash to survive a month of business disruption, for many businesses were already at that point. Another third of the small and medium businesses have enough cash to survive two months and three months of disruptions enough to sink 80% of small and medium businesses in China. Alibaba, the Chinese e-commerce giant, has already taken measures to help some of the companies affected in their ecosystem. They've offered businesses a break on their fees for the first half of the year. They've waived interest and they're injecting about 1.4 billion US dollars to help businesses affected by the disruption caused by the coronavirus. The Chinese government has instructed banks to make more loans available. They proposed some interest holidays for 90 days, but it's not clear that many businesses will have the time nor the ability to qualify for additional credit. So far, they've only allocated less than a billion dollars to support affected businesses, and this won't save the estimated 80 million small to medium-sized businesses that are being directly affected by the economic standstill in China. Governments are way behind the curve in taking steps to contain the outbreak of the virus, and they're also way behind the curve in taking steps to protect the economy. So what's the message in all this? Make sure you have taken the steps to conserve cash in your business. Take a defensive posture and be ready to rescue troubled assets when the time comes. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.